What happens in Ukraine? No. I don't give a fuck. You think the Ukrainians cared about what was happening in the U.S.? You think they care about what happens to our citizens? Yes? No. I am already. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, gentrification. Welcome back to the Sherm House, everybody. Sherm House! Sherm House. Same rules, different day. I'm gruff. Thomas Crown. Doom. Flip Rollins. And today we're going to hit a... Are we recording? Yes. We are. we are recording. The sound? Oh, okay. My bad. Yes, the sound is recording. Word. We're going to hit a what? good topic today. <laughs> it's uh, one of Crown specials. Gentrification. How it happens. Uh, some positives. Some negatives. And what's going on in today's society. What's going on. Excuse yeah, me. What's going on around everybody. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> All right. So, if you've been living under a rock for the past, what, 15, 20 years, or don't get out much, I guess, yeah. what gentrification is, is basically important resources in a, in a macrocosm. In a microcosm, it's affluent people coming into less affluent neighborhoods and buying them up and profiting off of like rehabbing them and like creating businesses there. Right. Now, <clears throat> to start it off, the country of America is a giant gentrification project. Like that was the first like time something was gentrified in like modern day, I wanna say, okay. is when the fucking Europeans came here and Changed everything, but uh, mm, colonizers. Yeah, when they landed on us, mm, not Plymouth Rock, but uh, yeah. So that was how it began, and basically, um, we had slavery in uh, that time, then the industrial age. And when a country of uh, the United States acquired uh, the Louisiana Purchase and they brought like the rest of the country and we built it up and, you know, there's more and more cities and towns and, you know, neighborhoods. <clears throat> uh, so segregation, right? Right. There uh, at that time, there couldn't like. Black people couldn't shop, like black people, Mexicans, Asians, like whoever, you know, even some races of white people, like uh, Irish, right. you know, and uh, Jewish too. Yeah. They're all like discriminated against. Yeah, so when- not, not to the same extent as black people, it just being like some fucking places, but like majority of black people, we could not shop or like go spend our money in like white stores. Okay. Like you couldn't go eat eat at the white restaurant. You couldn't go watch a movie at the white movie theater. You couldn't go shop at the white mall. Like you just couldn't use their shit. So we had to make our own shit. Right. You know. So fast forward. This is late 1800s. You know, early 1900s. Now there's affluent black communities in America now. You know, where's black owned banks, 
There's black owned real estate companies. There's black owned everything pretty much. Flourishing. Be because they, they had to, like they couldn't get these services from anywhere else. So they had to create these services by themselves. I wasn't there at the time, so I can't really say, you know, what is the tipping point of when it started, but the whole Tulsa thing, you know, yeah. that was like the first major gentrification, uh, the gentrifying of a city in America that I can recall. Basically, what happened was Tulsa, Oklahoma City. Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, it was a. a they green, bombed them niggas. Yeah. No, it, it. So the city had a neighborhood called Greenwood, which was nicer than the white neighborhoods. You know, it was like the nicest part of town. White people were second class citizens in the early 1900s. You know, and. That struck them a, a bad way. There's a bunch of negative PR about the city, but like, it, it was like Harlem. Like, you know how you hear about the Harlem Renaissance and how Harlem was like yeah. early on? Like, it was kind of like that, but in the South. So like, it was even crazier for like, there, like this place to exist, right? Right. So. Black <clears throat> owned, black ran. Yeah, everything. That city. Full flourishing community. So imagine a community about the size of like the one you live in right now. Okay. And had more black owned banks than the whole country has now. Damn. Okay, gotcha. Had more black owned real estate companies than the whole country does now. You know, more black owned anything. And high concentration, like schools, old school system, like educational system, police force, like, you know, everything. So, uh, the Dick Rowland trial is what happened when they, uh, the whole riot or massacre, you want to call it, happened. There was a black man who got accused of whistling at a white lady or raping a white lady. And uh, they were going to hang him pretty much after the trial. Yeah, a lot of folks forget yeah. back in the day you couldn't even date outside your uh, ethnicity. A white woman can say you looked at her crazy and that could be a death sentence. Yeah, a whistle. Oh, he whistled yeah. at me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Black Panthers actually, uh, or like an earlier version of the Panthers, um, they actually went to go like rescue this guy because they were like trying to lynch him for no reason pretty much. You know, over hearsay. The bitch that accused him of do it left town. She wasn't even at the trial. And later on, fucking on her deathbed, she said it was all fucking a lie. And she left town because she knew she was gonna get that man killed. You know, so she stirred up some shit that she didn't think was gonna fucking be what it was. And shit blew it out of proportion. It fucking literally turned, like, sparked a fire. Right. A big one. That's the Emma yeah. Till story. Emma Till's totally different no did in the end the bitch you said oh yeah yeah well no, no, no. Yeah. emmett till was uh he he had a stuttering problem and uh somebody thought he like like said something wrong but like uh yeah a stuttering problem and he was too nice like he is from up north like where you know people were like friendlier mm -hmm. so 
I think he like said something, but he was like stuttering, and they thought like he was disrespecting them, and they fucking tied him up to a car and dragged him down the road. But uh, Tosa was the the white lady who said a guy whistled at her, and they tried to hang him. But uh, some black people came to his rescue. They were armed at the courthouse, and they like took him to Greenwood pretty much. And the fucking police force deputized citizens. So they went into their armory and gave citizens weapons to go into Greenwood. Basically made them instant lawmen. Yeah. Like, they went into Greenwood and basically burned the whole town down. Now, like, a lot of the entrepreneurs there they got fucked because of the fucking their their insurance wouldn't cover what happened. So they were given an ultimatum to a you know be fucked going to debt and not get your business back, or to b take a raw deal and get lowball for it. And that not in those same instances, but. Well, if you if you look at it, if you if you look at it, what happened with the George Floyd shit is exactly the same. Okay. They went into the fucking the black part of the fucking Minneapolis and burnt that shit down. It's still happening. Yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna say the the whole part about like forcing people out, you know, and 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 shooting them a lower you know, payment yeah. than what, you know, the place is really worth. That's still happening to this day. Like when I just took a trip to Brooklyn, to New York. Shots uh, out to Brooklyn, New York. And I was talking with the security guard that was on site there. And I brought up this 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 conversation about gentrification because it feels like every time I go home to New York, it's a totally different, you city. know, look. Yeah. And this right, time I shit. stayed in Brooklyn and, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to be in Brooklyn. Like I was mentally psyching myself up for it. Well, when I got there, I stayed in these pods, these little millennial hipster like type cafe, hotel thing, hostel type thing. Yeah. Um, and I walked around, you know, I that area of Brooklyn that and, and it was, I, I even live streamed you guys. It, it was nothing. It was, it was white people everywhere. It was, it was hipster. You in the pod hotel? Yeah, I stayed in the pod. It, it was, it was a whole bunch of, they had of, of fucking, weirdness, man. Like yeah. there Doc Martin stores. There was a uh, Birkin, Birkenstar, whatever makes those Jesus sock, sandals. Yeah. yeah. They had a store there. Like a Birkenstock no, store. Was, you know your shit. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I was talking with the the security guard and he said exactly that. He said that they came in and people didn't know what they had, how much it really was worth, and they jumped at, you know, this this money that was offered them because it's money and they were suffering. Yeah. And they jumped at it. Yeah, you know, but these buildings that they gave them, you know, a hundred grand for are really worth two million. You know, poor now, money these yeah. now these buildings are, are ridiculous. Like they turned that whole area into something completely different. Now, I couldn't even get shoes in the area that I was in, man. No shit. I kid you not. I had to go outside of the area I was in to go find regular Air Forces. Mm. Black ones. Murder ones. Supremes. <laughs> Black Air Force ones. Yeah. Beware them niggas and wear them motherfuckers. But that was a trip. Like, I literally, I legit had to get on a bus and leave that area to go get shoes. 
You know, like they have a chance. Footlocker. There was no champs, no Footlocker. <laughs> there was a Nike outlet, and the Nike outlet sold like the the running apparel. You know, like the the, the track shoes. and field stuff. Man, I got a nice sweatsuit, but you know, as far as sneakers, you know, I had to get, I had to leave the area. Yeah. You know, and it might not seem like a big deal to you know people that aren't from you know New York or from wherever that's like that, but. You know, when you're used to being able to go to an outlet on every corner, you know, to a bodega on every corner, yeah. and you go there, and now it's J. Crew and Pod Hotels. Yeah. <laughs> like, as an example, Big Mama probably had that house since the 60s, 70s. Bought it for real cheap, and now it's 2000. The whole, the value of everything has went up. Everything's gone up in the neighborhood. The cost of living's gone up. But Big Mama's strong. She's holding on to that house. Now these neighbors of Big Mama's, maybe they're not as strong as they meant. They might be more in need of cash flow. They might not be as hard-headed as Big Mama, so they're willing to let their property go. Just whoever comes in, the highest bidder, is gonna let Big Mama's neighbors just buy up their property. But Big, Big Mama, she's standing firm. So years go by, Big Mama, she may pass away. You know what I mean? So now her kids have that home. Now all the property values of that neighborhood, they've brought in Starbucks, they've brought in Chick-fil-A, they've brought in- Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, shouts out to all you Chick-fil-A fans, but everything's gone up. Um, they probably opened up a small community college in the area. They're paying, uh, they opened up metropolitan, metropolitan type apartments. They're, the cost of those studios are just through the roof. So now Big Mama's children have to decide if they're gonna keep up with the times or if they're gonna cash in on this booming industry of their neighborhood that's just flourishing. So Or there's option three. Well, first that's, of all, what do they first do? of all, first of all. They cash out. They any anybody listening cash the fuck out. And that's because poor money management. Same thing. And see, now this 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 is exactly what's going on with my family right fucking now. Right. Anybody listening, do not sell your real estate. That is the right. most fucking I can't valuable asset to keep this fucking that you place. can fucking have, right. bro. Like it's real estate is the only thing, only asset that's fucking doing good right now. Fucking commodities are getting clapped, fucking stocks are getting clapped, crypto's getting clapped. Real estate has been fucking it's double in the fucking past ten years, bro. Like right. no no asset has fucking done that good in fucking that amount of time. Like done. So, why do you think we're so quick to sell? Because they're gonna money. bust that property down and create a, another apartment on that same land right there, and they're gonna cash out. Because it's money, man. Why? Why? Do why you, don't? Why do don't we get do offered? That, you get offered a check why for a hundred grand. You gonna take that because you're small-minded and you're weak and you're feeble. That's why. Because wait, wait, first. No, no. What we all should right, do right. is tear our own fucking property down, build some fucking gentrified shit on it, and get the gentrified fucking money. So first thing, they first keep houses. this shit in the family's name. Family houses. First, people think that, oh, okay, like I have this house, but it's a burden, you know, and that's why they sell it. They don't want to manage it. So first thing, and they think that like you know the only way they can get like some cash value out of it is if they sell it. Never a fucking liability. So they don't know that you can use that house like a credit card and get a line of credit with it. So if you really need the money, you don't have to sell it. You can keep renting it out 
and let that pay off your line of credit you just took out for half a million, a hundred thousand, whatever, whatever. If you're trying to like, if you desperately like, darling, need that money, like you should never, ever, ever sell it because, say, if you buy a hundred thousand house out, hundred thousand dollar house out here in California, let's say. You're not getting up, up in, You brought a hundred thousand dollar house in Big Bear. They was they was priced that much when I first moved out here. There's houses for one eighty, yeah. the low twos. Now Years their mother. Ago. When I first moved out here, 2013, I was looking. Yeah. They're they're how they had houses up there for low one eighties, and now they're low fours. Right. So right. sounds in, about right. In seven to eight insane. years, yeah. that shit is fucking doubled in value. Like my uncle that lived in LA, he passed away a couple years ago. When he was working for the post office, he brought two apartment buildings, a duplex and a unit, a building with four units for 30, 30K all together. The motherfuckers are worth over 2 million now. Damn. Like. My cousin bought a fourplex <laughs> in Inglewood. Yeah. Before they, uh, before they started building the stadium. Uh, in Inglewood? Yeah. So that shit's probably triple. He the bought value. a four exactly. He got that shit for like under a mil. There's dudes. When I saw my uncle painted, there's literally dudes in suits walking around the whole neighborhood with fucking checkbooks trying to buy people shit. Like white dudes, Asian dudes. Yeah. Just going around They'll South Central. Cash. Yeah, like they will write you, bust you down and check the right there on the spot to buy your shit. He's but saying, don't do it. Don't ever oh, do it. Don't do it. Well, how do we stop gentrification? So, first, uh, I think that one of the points that I made in the, uh, one of the past episodes was we have to uh, turn our neighborhoods into communities because neighborhoods don't have power. Communities have power. They have, like, you can vote and fucking, you know, make rules and laws and shit to keep that shit from happening. Just like, uh, what is yeah. that? Like Crown Heights? Yeah. Crown Heights in fucking New York, the Hasidics? Yeah. They have their own damn community. They, they, and I, yeah. was, I was I was, going around that and I actually sent you guys some pictures from uh, from around there too. Yeah. They had their own school buses. They got their they own had their own lettering painted. They had their own police, like, police department, I guess. They look yeah. like NYPD vehicles, but they had, you know, Jewish lettering written on the sides. Like, that's crazy. It's it's, it's yeah. but it's not un, it's not yeah the community yeah yeah it's not undoable because they did it and look at the amount of time they came here and did it in not that long so and we have uh, astronomical a lot more resources than they did when they started they shit so we we could definitely do it but like uh, so you're saying to gentrify within your community. Yeah. Basically. No, I'm saying we hoard the resources in our communities. Okay, but you're just going to hoard it and you're going to keep it, you're not going to do anything with it? Or are you going to gentrify within your community? Is it, is, it's not gentrification of people from the community are building it up, though. That's true. Gentrif- to gentrify just to make it nicer, That's to make true. it, you know, newer, more, more, you know, whatever, bring more things into it or whatever. We can do that without having outside people yeah. come in and yeah. do it. This mm-hmm. is true. So we can right. keep the gentrification within our own neighborhoods, basically. But what's going to happen? It's not gentrification when we're doing it, though. When you're from the neighborhood that you're doing it in. Yeah. What's going to happen once you start taking care of your neighborhood and it starts, the people start doing it themselves? 
what's going to start happening? Then they're going to start being independent of the, of the powers that be. Well, you don't okay, have to worry so about this. Okay, so now we're getting yeah. Yeah. So yeah. once they start, people are going to notice. Yeah, like right. you said, the powers that be are going to notice this community that just happened to break through that bubble. You think they're just going to sit there and allow this community to flourish like that on their own? Oh, shit. Anywhere. What do we got? Tulsa 1921 all over again? Yeah. No, we got Flint. Oh, we have Flint now. Shit. Flint yeah. was the richest. Well, Flint had per capita the most people making over $80,000 a year with the least amount of education. And from the 80s and early 90s. So, like, my, my dad, uh, he was telling me when I was a kid, like, you could go from high school and go work at the Ford factory and make 60K a year. Now, from the time when I was a kid to up until now, me as an adult, it's completely different now. The fucking neighborhoods are fucked up. The fucking infrastructure's fucked up. All of them jobs left. Fucking Ford left. GM left. Their headquarters are still there. But their fucking plants are. They're fucking outsourcing all of them jobs to fucking Mexico. Like, those cars don't even get built in America that much anymore. Honda makes more cars in America than they do. Yeah. Like, but the reason why uh, they left was because of Pro. The fucking government flooding the hood with fucking doping guns. It happened in Chicago, it happened in Detroit, it happened all over the South. Fucking all these neighborhoods, bro. And it's still going on today. Yeah. So that's like the elephant in the room that nobody's talking about. They're already talking about the fucking, the violence and fucking all the killings and all the fucking shootings and all the drugs, arrests and fucking all this, this and that. That's why he's- Who's bringing the shit there? Stop simping for them fucking blue line yeah. motherfuckers and shit. So, the government. So one, ain't none of the homies in the hood. They barely fucking graduated high school. Ain't none of them motherfuckers knowing Spanish. So they ain't going down there. They ain't got, they ain't no, got planes, no boats, no planes, no, none of that shit. They're not going to South America to get these drugs, bro. Who's fucking setting up these networks and fucking getting the shit here? You know? You can keep that shit out of the fucking affluent white communities, but you just let it fucking go rampant and fucking the hood. Oh yeah. You know? And there needs to be there needs to be a bridge. Like we need to fucking get that shit zero pass and the fucking people that are supposed to be protecting us that our tax dollars go to to protect well, our see, this in is, our neighborhoods. It's boils we need to stop letting to, that shit fucking get in there too. Why do we sell every time? <laughs> like you said, that dollar leaves the community fast as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the system has been put in place to work against us. You know what I mean? It's not, that dollar's hard to come by. It's harder to come by in this type of community. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, when that dollar, in this community here, let's say this physical within the one mile radius. Uh -huh. If someone needs money in this community, everything is so close. Like, we got the freeway right here, we got Walmart, we got Sam's. Jack in the box, Wendy's, fucking, you name it, it's here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, if they were looking like a Jewish person. I even person, got a Target. Yeah, even a fucking Target. Like you said, a Jewish person is taught at a young age that if they need something, there's a man on this, there's a Jewish man on this planet that makes it. Mm -hmm. So, you also said people don't like to be inconvenienced. So, yeah. if there's something I need, there's a fucking five minute drive, that's all I, that's all I gotta do. 
So it would be, it would actually be an inconvenience to go out and find someone like, hey, I need some fucking candy. Let me go find a black person that sells fucking candy within a one mile radius. I want target. some. I want some skill. Yeah. <laughs> later, but real, all the way up at the top <laughs> to the CEO corporate foundation that's uh, getting funded through God knows whoever, however they're making their money. The person, the head of that operation, is African American or a Latino person or an Asian Islander, whatever. If they want, if I want to go find some candy, like you said, Crown put us on. All you have to do is type in at that store. The majority, if they have that app, you could type in black, um, support black businesses, black owned businesses. Mm. I found numerous apps, Target, Walmart are two of them, that you can actually go and find. Like if I said, if I find, if I want some candy that a black person or a Latino or any ethnicity is made and I want to support that business, I can do it. You know what I mean? So there really is no excuse. Now that would be um, online, ordered, Let's say I need some uh, some chapstick. I need some chapstick right now. Me personally, it's not gonna matter if my dollar goes to this community or that community. Do I honestly think I'm gonna go out and find an African American man or woman who makes chapstick? Nah. Shea butter. But I'm gonna go. Okay. Yeah, Palmer's. Where's, who's gonna sell it? I think Palmer's who's the retailer. Is, is Palmer's black owned? I don't think Palmer's is black. Who's the retailer? The you don't ever see the the African black soap brand? Is Palmer's a store in itself or just a brand? No, like Cocoa Butter. You know Palmer's, like just Cocoa brand. Butter. Now, if Cocoa Butter had They come in a white bottle? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That big ass bottle, the unlimited bottle, never fucking runs out. Never, never runs, runs out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Palmer's the was the only black owned drugstore in the town when it started. Wherever, wherever it started. No. Dr. Zero Palmer and Palmer Pharmacy. Oh. He was a black. It was the only black-owned drugstore in town. It was a franchise of Rexall. When we're speaking of aggregating and getting all these resources together, mm -hmm. if we own, if we own the fucking candy, yeah, the retailer is going to be the person that. Um, like who's really in power? Is it the person that owns the candy, the brand, or is it the retailer that's going to fucking get this candy off? So. When, uh, say like you have a candy business, right? Right. All right. Now, it's you that makes the candy, designs all the candies, the different candies. And there's like the whole operation of getting like your products from wherever they get made at. The Where they get made at could be a whole nother operation. You know, the you can have a, a distribution place and packaging place, manufacturing all in one. Then you have your own trucks sending them all across the America to wherever your buyers are at, right? Right. So, like, every one, each, each, like, column or, like, you know, building block of that business is there's, like, positions that need to be filled, like, right. people that can be there. And, uh... <clears throat> so that distributor and retailer, those are two different animals. Like yeah. The, the logistics of getting your product from, like you said, from the time that candy's being finished and packaged yeah. to the time somebody's eating it on their fucking couch. Yeah. That's a whole different animal. Mm -hmm. As opposed to who owns the operation and who owns the retail store, like Walmart. If, yeah. I, if I own this company and it's a Black Skittles company, yeah. okay, 
Congratulations that, that, on the owner. It's a black-owned business. Yeah. That's where all the wealth trickles up to. Right. Because you got to Walmart think. is gonna, still going to be the yeah. retailer. They're the one that's sitting in their stores. It's sitting on their counters. Mm -hmm. I don't have a, a Skittle store, a storefront. Nah. So do you honestly think, like, which one's more beneficial for me as a minority? And I'm not, like you said, we need to quit my um, speaking about ourselves in that fashion as minorities, but me as a person of color, would it be more feasible? I'm not a person of color either. I don't like okay. that shit. Don't okay. say that shit. You're not a person of color, you black. Okay. Person of color could be a motherfucking. So if anybody says fuck Rachel Dull is all, she could fucking. <laughs> no, she, she <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Uh, well, no one's white. Elizabeth Warren. If you, yeah, yeah. If you pick up the color white. Nobody's actually white. Nobody's yeah, actually black. Fuck, fuck that POC yeah. Latinx. That's all these newer, new, new fucking new age, new generation buzzwords. And back for, to candy. Yeah. So, so like, I want yeah. my black candy. I want my black ass candy in the store. Yeah. Okay. I'm the store owner. I made the candy. Should I go and create my own storefront? And would it be more financially lucrative for me and my family to have that storefront of candy? No, because you can't touch. You can't touch. Huge retailer. Like. Gotta get on board with the big huge retailer. You can't. You can't touch, but they're gonna be as many people. I would, as I would say, get, that's get, what I'm asking for. Get, yeah. get to the retailer first, and once you save up the capital to get your own storefronts, do it that way. A lot of minorities drive trucks. Like, like say, that whole logistics—that's like, just a yeah. pussy waiting to get fucked. They can set something up like that. Like Crocs, right? Right. You, you didn't see Crocs. Like, you only seen them at Walmart, right? You saw them at Walmart first or wherever the fuck they is at. Now it's Croc stores. Yeah. You know? Like, so... <clears throat> okay, so that's... When what, it came out, it came out, nobody fuck with them. Right. Everybody's like, what the fuck are these hideous-ass fucking ugly-ass shoes? Now everybody got a fucking pair. Right. You know? But it started off as this cheap-ass, ugly-ass, piece-of-rubber-ass shoe... In a fucking shoe aisle at Walmart. They sell buttons on the motherfuckers now and everything. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? They all blinged out and shit. Like, yeah. they got they got a croc heel. Yeah. They're on it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they got it. Yeah, so they did it right. Like, I, I'm, I'm not mad at their business model at all. That's the blueprint of how you want to do it. Like, Starbucks. Starbucks wasn't, like, uh, uh, franchising at first. Like, they were just selling their brand a coffee. Right. You know? And they, like, started franchising, and then it fucking... Now it's one every fucking quarter mile. Yeah, Amazon started selling books. Look at him now. This nigga was selling books out of his garage. Yeah, real shit. Now he got the... Uh, almost as much real estate as McDonald's. Right. You know? So... Uh... So you were saying never never sell your Gen own back back on back on gentrification, right? Right. So uh, it's inevitable. The, the the George Floyd shit. Well, right? I was gonna say like so with gentrification. Yeah. It, it like where where where's how how do you do a how do you make it positive or how do you you know make these communities better in a positive way without gentrification per se like the way that they're doing it now. So, because, you know, the whole idea behind it is to make these, you know, downtrodden areas fucking, you know, oh, no. better it, looking it, and better, the, you know, the, whatever. The reason so how do you do it without displacement or, you know, how do you... So the, the idea behind gentrification 
is like not just a bunch of like real estate people trying to get rich. It's part of the whole agenda of 2030 to own nothing, you'll be happy, you'll fucking sleep in the pods, you'll drive fucking electric cars that we limit how far you can travel on. It's all about control, bro. They don't want you to own anything. Cake and theater. So, uh, George Soros, fucking Klaus Schwab, and fucking all these fucking globalists, right? Mm. They're fucking, uh, let's take Soros, for example. You know he's behind BLM. He's the fucking puppet master that created BLM, you know. And basically, he used them as a fucking sect to go into these minority neighborhoods and fuck them up, burn them down, and fucking go in there and gentrify. And not only is uh, Soros, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, that's Warren Buffett's company, Hathaway Homes, and, uh, the most important one, BlackRock, which is the fucking government. Ooh. They're fucking buying up all the real estate fucking faster than anybody else right now. Like, they don't want you to own fucking equitable assets because they don't want you to own anything. They want you to buy fucking crypto, which is nothing. It's fucking numbers in a fucking computer, you know? The fucking fiat, it used to be worth gold and silver. Now it's fucking just debt, you know, our dollars. Like, it's really not anything valuable, you know? It's an attack on you owning things of value. That way, you're more dependent on a system. They have more power, more control. Isn't that like communism? Yeah, that is communism. That's Orwellian. I like to call it's it. A, uh, uh, it's, it's more so, wouldn't it be more like socialism? More uh, uh, lean on the government for all the handouts? Well, socialism. That's, that's basically so, what they're trying to do, is what you're it, saying. It's it's it's, it's communism, but so, socialism is the community owning everything. Communism is the fucking government owning everything. Uh, so they're trying yeah. to make the government own. Yeah, everything. they want the government to own everything, and the community not like the people not have any power over anything in the community. Like, think about it. So raise your own communities up. Buy as much real estate as you can. If you live in the town, buy the fucking, buy the real estate that's in the town. Buy the town out. Turn that town into something that you and your townspeople want it to be. America is for sale right now, bro. There's fucking millions of acres of federal land up for grabs to the highest bidder. China. (laughs) And the Chinese are coming over here and buying it. The fucking rich Europeans are coming over here and buying it. The fucking Africans are coming over here and buying it. The fucking rich fucking South Americans are coming over. And here you and see it. it. You see it when you go yeah. to rent a house. You go to rent a house, and you know the first people that I saw was with was with the Asians. Yeah. Every time I went to go rent a house, it would be from an Asian person. Mm-hmm. You know, and honestly, that did not work out in my favor <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> what, per- you know? what percentage? And I've noticed that it's Asians that own these houses. I've noticed that it's uh, uh, like Nigerians and like, yeah. like people like that. Like, you know, like foreigners. Yeah, yeah, it's foreigners that own these houses that Americans barely speak any renting. English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can barely speak English, but you can collect that fucking rent. Also, trabajo. One, one thing <laughs> I got to beef with is one. There's immigrants that come to America all the fucking time, bro. And fucking don't speak the language. Can barely speak the language. I know they can't fucking count. 
or fucking do fucking math or anything and they get businesses bro like how does right that away. shit happen right away. like they come here they get rents they get they, loans they, 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 don't, get... they don't know the fucking community they don't know the fucking city they don't even they barely fucking know about the country but boom they got a business how does that happen when a motherfucker with a 600 plus credit score that fucking lives in the community his whole life, knows all the people in the community, is fucking, has a fucking business background or fucking knows how to run a business or a small business, yeah. and he goes to the bank and gets fucking nixed every time. He could go take out a fucking 100K, quarter million dollar student loan and fucking be in debt to one of these universities. Right. Like he right. can't get fucking 5 to 10K to fucking start a fucking small, uh, Ain't gonna happen. fucking, yeah. yeah. Why is that? Perpetual debt. Oh. That's... It's a good fucking question. You could go pull out a car loan, but you can't pull out a business loan. Shit, you had yeah. trouble getting a car Straight loan. 40, <laughs> I could get, I, no, I could go pull out a car right now. I could I get buy, another bike. I just bought a $40,000 or a $37,000 motorcycle. Yeah. But if I went to that same bank and said, hey, I want to start a business. Yeah. I need $37,000. They're going... Laughing, yeah. just like they're gonna laugh at me. No, they're gonna run your credit and fucking put a negative fucking mark on it. Didn't tell you that. Then laugh at me. Didn't tell you it ain't shit they can do for you. So you fuck. That's fucked up. Each, each every single one you go to, and each time they fucking run your shit, you get more fucked, and in a fucking worse off place than you were before you even <laughs> asked them for money. You know. Yeah. So what's this, the answer to this, all this? this? What's is, the answer to all this? This is fucking your money well, under your bed. Brought us the problem. What's the solution? Credit well, unions. there's a study on these things called critical race theory, and a lot of people are getting abandoned schools because they feel some type of way about teaching black people about racism and how the systems work against them. So. First, we have to educate ourselves because the government's not going to do it. They're not going to tell us that they're fucking us over, bro. Like, and they're going to use people to fucking get their agendas passed. And we're still going to fucking cop for them like they're fucking so great. But anyway, we have to educate ourselves on what's going on so we know, you know, like... First, if you go look at a fucking ran down decrepit house in Inglewood as a kid, like as a kid, jaded, a little jaded kid, like you're not going to think that house has value, the amount of value it does, you know? Nobody teaches you about real estate or investing or how to write a check for that matter. How to balance a fucking bank account. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, that's yeah. across the board. That's just stuff that we've 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 talked about this before that yeah. they're not teaching in public schools that they should teach like these kids are getting out of public school just like we did with no Thank skills God that i went straight to the military and i, I didn't have to like actually fend for myself out in life like you know everything was given to me a, a, a roof a fucking like <laughs> my schedule everything you know you literally just have to wake up these kids are getting out of school and and and, and now you got to figure out your taxes you got to figure out working you got to figure out everything you got to figure out real estate you need to figure out what the heck is a credit score like they should be teaching you about credit scores and helping you build it while you're you know yeah setting you up for success 
that would overall make the country a better place. Yeah, but that's not what they're trying to do. I think everybody being financially literate, literate and making more money would like benefit the government because they'd be getting more tax revenue. Yeah. But you think you it fucking, would. But they would rather you be stupid and they just fucking keep you in perpetual debt. You would think. And relying yeah. on them. You would think you long know? enough you live here long enough. The cost of living is constantly going up. Like when has the cost of If they don't down, keep you in perpetual in debt then you don't need them. Once the second you don't need them, they lose their power. Mm -hmm. Credibility. Right. Shit. These past two years, that's why I motherfuck a lot of motherfuckers. Pull you though. over and be like, look, here's a ticket. Come meet me at this courthouse. That's Let's take I, some more of your fucking money. And that's why I get <laughs> fucking road pirates, bro. Yeah. Across the board, everybody's leaving California now because it's just getting too much. Like in five years right now, fast forward five years, the cost of living is gonna be fucking stupid. And you every every single, gonna be stupid. Every it's single be fucking mad, mad house in oh, yeah. five years, every Cigarettes. house is gonna be worth is going to cost a brand new house in California in the next five to ten years is gonna be eight fifty and up. Yeah, I can see it. To start. I can see it very easily. Three, and three bedroom. You can yeah. thank gentrification for that. Yeah. Like you see, folks in areas, Texas is like, laughing until first, we start coming to Texas. LA. All these transplants, <laughs> all these transplants. Coming for you, Texas. These homeless people, these we families, all this that came from LA <laughs> out to like Fontana, Victorville, yeah. uh, here and there in the the other areas, oh, and now they're putting all these shopping centers in those in, in my neighborhood. You know, they built more houses. They're doing this and that. The areas are nice as hell. Yeah. My area is getting nicer and nicer, but every time I check Damn, it to go yeah. buy a house, to go look at what the houses oh, around yeah. my area are, you it went from that. 300 something, the house Ooh. I was living in, yeah. to now the house I'm living in is worth $580,000 if I wanted to buy it. You yeah. said 2013, right? Yeah. And, and, Same and, and. time frame, this house was like two, 275. Yeah. Nah, this motherfucker's like coming up on. Something. Oh, this motherfucker's Six. coming up on eight. Oh, yeah. So, how are you going to tell me? I can rent this house. But I can't buy it. Right. Yeah. Right. Because the rent and go cost more. It cost me more to rent or this house. Yeah, I know. But you won't give me I'll a loan and let me drop my Jesus payment down and just own this fucking house that I'm uh, making all these payments. Well, the market's going to crash just like Jesus is going to come back. My grandma bought her house in fucking 1979. Real estate? Nah. See, like, the Amer there's the American real estate market, right? Yeah. This 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 country is the fucking cream of the crop, bro. This is where everybody wants to be. Like this is the fucking mecca. This is the fucking like the 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 fucking holy grail. This is Babylon. This is fucking Rome right now. And literally there's 300 million people, 300 million Americans or a little bit over. There are 7 billion people in the world. You got to think every fucking body in her mom with money out of the 1% to fucking top 10% in every single country in the world is trying to get a piece of the pie here. So no matter how insanely they fucking raise the real estate costs in places like where it's fucking sunny and nice all the time and you can get fucking anything you want any time of the day everywhere, like California. It ain't like, California. It, it's, <laughs> it's, they, they could just keep raising it and people are still gonna buy. Like, and the people will pay those yeah. prices. And if you can't afford it, there's a fucking great place in San Bernardino for you. There's a great place in fucking Palm Springs for you. Him. There's a great fucking place up in fucking Victorville for you. And now all the Palm fucking Dale, Lancaster. 
let's say you're a middle class person, a middle class family living in LA. All right, you got pushed out of LA to the IE, you know, early 2000s because the fucking cost of living got fucking fucked up out there. You know, now you're in an IE. The fucking cost of living is fucking the same as LA. Out of the IE to the motherfucking high getting, desert. You're getting pushed out of the IE up the hill. Man. Now, now you up the hill. And we see it all the time. <laughs> How many of our friends Whoa. have you heard? Man, I'm moving up the hill, man. Yeah, like, yeah they can't I, take I, it. I, I, can't, I can't do this. I gotta move yeah. up the hill. I gotta move up the hill. They, Even I thought about moving up the fucking hill at one point. I never thought you about know? moving up that motherfucker. Shit, I take my ass up to Vegas. Man, I'd be looking. I'd be looking. Yeah, but I got a kid. I got a kid here that I need to be around. You know, like once family's involved, I, I, I yeah, you're these, right. Yeah, I see these people. Like to me, they're lucky. They get to go up the hill, have a bigger house. I got a nice house. You know, these motherfuckers got an even nicer house and they're well, they paying about a thousand dollars less than they I'm got paying. space too up there. Space. You know? Yeah, they houses ain't all fucking you can hear your neighbors. Yeah, but it fucking like, snows. Okay. Yeah. That's nigga it. nigga, I'm from the Midwest. Now I used to walk out the door and it'd be snow up to my kneecaps, nigga. What they T-shirt during snow. I think a remedy would be to just accept it. You know what I mean? Just take that shit to the chest. Do like some of these other guys. They get together. If that, if you know the rent is 25 and it's going to be 27, 29, 31, and it's happening, you know you're going to see 35 for that rent. You got like well, two or three families under one roof. If I it's think, a three I bedroom, think that, you got uh, two families in that motherfucker. That one, hey, you, should, you shouldn't be quick to kick your kids out of the house so fast. And let them fucking build up some wealth. Uh, you know, as long as they're working and fucking not fucking around, yeah. like you should let them working stay and not, not fucking, fucking around. around. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, if, if you're watching this, <laughs> yeah, if, if they're freeloading, that means work you yeah. and not fucking around. If they they freeload and they gotta go, but if they're like you know trying to fucking do some shit and you know just need some help, let them stay an extra couple years, bro. Eighteen is not a good age to be putting nobody out on their own, bro. Like I was out on my I was own fifteen. At, I was sixteen, bro. Like when I fucking left my mom's house, and I was doing bad shit. Fucking Were you working all and not fucking around? No, I was doing fucking around and fucking hey, around some more. Listen to the man. Like there was no working. There was trapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that ain't that ain't punching the clock though. And I was working, but I was fucking around. Yeah, like I could have, I could have easily been fucking in jail for the rest of my life off of some of the shit I was doing, and I, I didn't have to be. But right. uh, so teaching, teaching yeah. your kids, teaching your kids the value of real estate, teaching your kids how to balance a fucking checkbook before they're out of your house, yeah. teaching your kids how to do their taxes. You as parents, you as adults, by this point, you should know how to do your taxes, not just go to H&R Block every fucking year. Quit being a worthless douchebag and teach your kids something, too. And if you're not fiscally responsible, your kids are going to take up those bad traits that you show. So you should be really smart with your money to set a good example. And try to... I, I wouldn't... Don't include the kids in the in in uh, decision-making, obviously. You're, you're the head of the household, but... Allowing them to get a sneak peek of how you pay bills and, and, and what all goes into that kind of shit. That shit don't hurt. Teach them how to do these things before they're out on their own struggling, you know, and thinking, hey, I can skip this electric bill. It won't be that much next time around until they get wrapped in the head the first time with a late fee. 
you know, and all of a sudden their lights are off and now they're calling mommy and daddy talking about my lights are off. Like you could have avoided all this. And we also uh, kids before we kick yeah. them out to the real world. Also, we need to fucking learn how to pull our resources together. That is the number one thing. We need to dig our heels in. That's what we need to do. We need to stop running. We need to no, dig like, our heels in. And we need to tell, you know, the powers that be that are trying to gentrify your neighborhoods to, to fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah. So, so on a on a don't take the chat. On a on a on a social and political point, we need people there fucking in these decisions when like these fucking in a, in a fucking city hall or whatever, whatever, when this fucking shit comes up, you know, saying, hey, we don't want these fucking developers coming into our fucking shit, building our shit up. There was like, a good movie. Fucking... I think that was Barbershop 2. Like, perfect example of gentrification. Was it Barbershop 2 where they came through, had this new setup shop? Um, Might have been two or three. One of them with all the bells and whistles. There's three like, of them movies? Yeah, yeah. Cube, Cube Nigga, said what? no. He didn't want to sell his shit. And I think they stayed in the community. You know what I mean? And Good for them. They could, like you said, if you got a little mom and pop shop, they can come in and set up yeah, a big, think, huge right. But this right all goes back to, they're gonna offer you money for it. And you know how much money, like if you're struggling paycheck to paycheck with your mom and pop shop and this huge fucking Sam's distributor dude comes in with a suit and is gonna cut you that check. It's easy for us to sit here and say, oh yeah, don't sign, like don't, take the money yeah that's but true when that that's fucking true. dude is standing in your door that's with true. a blank check it's like and you didn't already been to the bank trying to get a loan for that but much the, and then struggling with this, kids and this is where you need to realize that you know our society needs to change mm -hmm. the way that we that we view each other in society needs to change we need to start actually acting like communities we need to actually start being close-knit communities because you can go to those those town or town hall meetings or whatever you know yeah. but you'll be alone You'll be the one out of three people that's standing there trying to, you know, get something done. Pack that thing out. If the entire community is there for every little issue, the entire community has something to say on every little issue, I guarantee you they stop putting warehouses in your neighborhoods. I see it all the time in the, in the what's going on, you know, in, you know, where I live group. Um, they're always complaining about fucking this and that and the other. And it's like, all right, we'll take your happy ass down to the town hall and Let's all talk to the, the powers that be about this. Yeah. And say, if you're not willing to for. help out the solution, don't say shit about the problem. You know? That. And what was I about to say? What so, te so, so, yeah, so, so teaching them, being teaching. more yeah, no. being more involved in the community. Pull, pulling our resources together. There you go. So if I let's say I make a hundred thousand, right? You know, boom, I got a, <coughs> like, half of that's going to fucking bills, taxes, da-da-da-da-da. So, at the end of the day, if I make 100000 a year, I'll only probably be able to save, like, the average American. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying me. I'm not I'm not saying me per se because yeah. like I live really frugally and like I don't have as many expenses as like somebody with like a bunch of kids or whatever. But like <laughs> you know, it's just it's just me. Uh so I'll out out of that hundred K I'll probably take home twenty or be able to keep twenty, you know. Now 
You can't get That's you, good. You, you can you can probably fucking you can buy a, something that you can invest in that will be that generate income, but it's not going to be the same amount of money as if all four of us that were making six figures a year and we got were able to fucking save twenty k. Now we got eighty thousand dollars. We could do a lot with eighty k as compared to twenty k. If we leverage all our assets, let's say I got a half a million dollars in assets. You got a half a million dollars in assets. You got a half a million dollars in assets. You got half a million dollars in assets. That's two million right there. We could buy a whole block with that shit. But nobody does that. You know, I there's a this uh financial uh dude that I follow on social media. He posted a picture. It was like a big ass uh picture of like, you know, five, ten different rappers, you know. Yeah. Like Diddy, Jay Z, fucking Khaled, Ti, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> a bunch of different rappers, and his caption was, "There's billions of dollars of wealth in this photo. How come none of them don't have real estate companies? How come none of them don't have fucking, you know, this, that, this, that, that, and they got all of this wealth, and they can really fucking do shit to fucking better people's lives." Real shit. You yeah. know, we've as a community have elevated them to that wealth and we taking care of them. We paid these niggas like bills. They were fucking on the corner. Jeff fucking, Bezos. Yeah. Why in the fuck does he have to build a fucking trillion dollar yacht and get a bridge fucking fucking moved in goddamn Finland just so he can get his shit out to fucking Jeff Bezos has STEM programs. And he's donating hella money to fucking teach people how to code. He's extremely. I'm pretty sure he does. Okay, that's like Elizabeth. He paid taxes when he got divorced. He didn't pay taxes. He paid money when he got divorced. He lost half his net worth. But now where are you going with this? Like, we got to tax those. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if we pulled our resources together, like all them dudes in that photo, they could pull their resources together and change a lot of people's lives. I'm not saying that any, I'm not telling people how to spend our money. I'm saying be more open to pulling your resources together to do shit for you know, like we're gonna have to for the people like no no like like any we're gonna have to yeah. get back to actually being a fucking community yeah. if we want to have a hope at fucking surviving can't no one person <laughs> like one of us on our own is only so strong and only can do so much but all of us together we could really make change like but that's know, what they don't want you to do like if say say gruff like you got some fucking yard work you got to do right you like, I gotta cut my grass, I gotta fucking mulch this shit, I gotta fucking fix my heads, da 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 da. You doing it is gonna take you probably a couple weekends fucking on your own. We all come over for a weekend, fucking, we knock that shit out in a couple hours. Right. Now, that's how we have to move when we're trying to get shit on a larger spectrum done. It shouldn't like, be any it, look it for good yeah. get back, it shouldn't be any ulterior motive, it should just be, hey, yeah. let's help the fucking homie out. Yeah, like, I mean, if I was in charge of shit, I would take a day out of the week, right? Like, say if I was president, I would give everybody, it'd be a four-day work week, right? Mm -hmm. And Friday, it'd be fucking countrywide policy 
that you have to go out and do community service. Okay. Just for a couple hours. You know what that would do to the <clears throat> morale and just the fact that folks got it. They know that they're going to go back out. There's going to boost morale, definitely boost productivity. Yeah. Would it though? Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you remember uh, mandatory fun days in the military? Yeah. Do you remember fun, anything though. mandatory in life? Is anything mandatory ever fun? Yeah. Once they, tell you, once yeah, they tell you that it's mandatory, time. it no longer becomes fun. Yeah, <laughs> as long as we weren't working, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to be in this know. company. I barbecue. think experience yeah. is different. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to be at the fucking barbecue. That shit sucks. Yeah. I was you know like, I'm mean? going to the barbecue, but I'm going to get drunk at that barbecue. So right. if y'all want me to go to the barbecue and, and get drunk and act the ass, then don't invite me to the company barbecue and right. let me go play video games in the barracks. And I think, uh, <laughs> not to get on subject, You don't want me to act an ass, so don't invite me to the community service shit. Let me stay at home. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, what you were saying, pulling all the resources together, like you said, four of us, if we all have resources that we could benefit from each other, yeah. same thing on a smaller level. If I just, all my, I got a ton of green onions, and that's the only fucking thing that I have that you guys could help out. you the onion Flip man. Got, yeah, I'm, he might have potatoes, cabbage. <laughs> this for fucking years as our family generation nah, we should never yes, that would be <laughs> that would be the finances between our family yeah. back and forth you know the barter I mean? system yeah the barter system bro the government hates that shit and mm-hmm. if they find out and get wind that me and Flip's family have been trading this shit for generations back and forth and there's no dollars being spent within the community just both of our resources they're gonna come in and they're gonna shut us both down cause they can't tax that right the barter system is how you delegitimize the government. We're not using your fucking fiat, so you can't tax us now. Right. You can privatize everything that the government does. Like you said. Yeah. My my biggest pet peeve is when I see people like, oh, build my roads, but you need the government. You need the government. Like, no, you the, don't need the, the government. The government has only been in charge of the roads for like fucking 50 years, bro. So who made all the roads before that? And they were a lot nicer and well, better well kept. I mean, they take a lot of my tax. So I just paid over fucking a grand to fucking register my vehicles. Oh, and, you, you uh, pan when you My reg- roads are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you pan when you register your car and every time you fucking fill up your gas tank. Yeah. For what? Fucking potholes. Fucking traffic. Fucking more construction. Hey, but we, and they're we making the roads raggedier. We about to have a nasty ass metro like, like fast track thing that goes up the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. That I'm never going to use because <laughs> who the fuck wants to go there? So the folks fucking at, cesspool. For the folks at home, pull your resources together. Even resources, uh, living arrangements as well. If you are your, if your families are at odds and you have that space to where you can accommodate more family members, that would lighten the load financially on everybody that has to pay and, rent. And you know, you that's, know ex- I mean? that's you guys exactly, got to get over some shit. But that's exactly what I've done. Work together. That's exactly what I've done in life. Like, you know, I've done that same exact thing. I took on somebody into my house. You know, gave them a room. They help out with the rent. You know, they have a place to live. You're a real motherfucker it's a little for that, bit, man. It's a little bit uh, uh, out of my pocket that I don't have to worry about, you know. Everybody continues. Everything, like, it, it's great. You know, and so if people did that more that, and more. That's an I, option. I understand it sucks to have more than one family under a roof. Ideally, you wouldn't want that, it, 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 you know, but 
sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, times is hard. Everybody's hurting financially, so linking yeah. up with your family members, getting in closer, pulling resources together. What else you got? Don't sell grandma's house. Oh, do not yeah, sell big, grandma's yeah. house. What about Hold on to that house. land, that property. I and this house might need a rehab. Is she clean? <laughs> is she clean? I don't know. I lost track of her when she went to Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> She's off radar. We lost track of her. I oh, had it went off the grid. She's completely feral now. Damn. You look maybe, up feral maybe human we'll in a dictionary. Maybe we'll see her out the window on the fucking fast track on the way to the oh. bag. <laughs> but uh, I'm guilty of it too. Um, growing up, I had a house full of family members. And as I got older, uh, our space became, we, we just needed more space. And I don't know what that is within the black community. Like I said, I'm guilty of it too. But at any given time, I know for a fact if folks wanted to rely on me and come back and get in the house and times get that hard, I got an open door policy. Friends and family, anybody that I have genuine love for, they're welcome. You know what I mean? So I'm willing to open my doors and like you said, save money and we could actually, with that money that we're saving, that money could be spent on, like you said, starting a business. Investment. Something else, this, investment. This actually made me rethink. It's actually made me rethink some of my my thinking and the way that I view things, you know, and I'm going to be a little bit slower to kick the kids out of the house. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to make sure that they're set up. Just because I went out at <laughs> 17. Completely, and, you know, talking about this stuff has made me, you know, second guess. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, bro. You don't want to be out in the streets as a teenager, bro. Man. That shit is not fucking what's up. And they're gonna keep building, like you said, they're gonna keep gentrifying everywhere. Bro. I had a, I had a question too, off topic. Yeah. The wire. Mm -hmm. These these areas that are just so fucked up and just there's dead bodies and homeless. How yeah. come they don't gentrify these fucking areas? Like, what is that? Like, I, Pahrump, Nevada. It's fucking nothing in Pahrump, Nevada. I got a homie that stays out there. How come, yeah, how come nobody goes and just that fucking shit does that gone. shit? They, they, no, no, I know uh, it's gone, but what, what, what'd they do with it? It was gone when I was living out there. They got rid of it. it was, I think they built something else there. I'm pretty sure. But, uh... And where did all the people go from there? Did they displaced them out in the other areas? Same thing happened with L.A.? Yeah. Fucking sent them up to fucking Milwaukee and fucking Minnesota and fucking the fucking small suburbs on the south side and fucking Indiana. Fucking everywhere, bro. Yeah. There's a fucking mass exodus out of Chicago, just like it is out of LA, right, going on right now. And if not to cut you off, but if these businesses fail, they're just gonna replace it with another one. Golden Corral right here just fucking failed. Not even within a month, that bitch got busted down. They turned it into like a Texas Roadhouse. Damn. Texas Roadhouse, oh, you know. Not doing so. Look at well. the look at the crowd that's gonna frequent Bro, have you Texas not, Roadhouse. Have you not seen them videos of? Fucking all the fucking nasty shit they do at the restaurant. From Golden Corral to Having Texas their Roadhouse. Fucking uncooked meat outside next to a dumpster. Next to the yeah, I remember yeah, that, that, that video. Uh, that was a huge bro. one. That, that was a huge thing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, yeah. They're gonna keep building, keep um they don't gentrify everywhere, but in time, areas are most likely gonna get if, if it's a major city, it's gonna get gentrified, bro. Right. Like Chicago, I think they're fucking like the reason the shit's so bad there is because that city's the fucking biggest city in the Midwest. Like, are, it, are you doing that shit in Texas too? Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah it's getting real bad. Austin. Hell yeah. Fucking uh, San Antonio. Fucking all them cities. Dallas. 
Houston is Houston is. And you know that right has water, to do a lot shit. with they everybody leaving California. The hospital I was born in, <laughs> and going into those those places as well. Even with the flood areas and shit. Oh, they solved that back in the eighties. Okay. Oh, they they solved flooding well, in Texas. It's still flooding in the eighties. <laughs> somewhat. What about Galveston? Somewhat. It used to be real, real bad. Oh, was it real, real bad just like a year ago or two? <laughs> Shit, there you that go. Niggas be getting frozen out and fucking. They don't be having no power well, out there. But they're gonna keep rebuilding. Is not ready for that. Like, bro, yeah, yeah. That, that's not it. Yeah, they keep rebuilding. We're gonna that's fucking all rebuild. All flat. Because yeah. <laughs> if you build that it, shit's they will all go flat. Yeah, Texas is flat to the motherfucker. You get on top of the freeway, you can see for miles. No curve. Ew, Texas. <laughs> flat. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I, I've seen this shit, bro. Like, in, in Detroit, Flint, Chicago, uh, Naptown, Gary, Cincinnati, uh, Northeast Ohio is going on real bad. Fucking Kentucky. Pretty much everywhere I lived at, like. They're really, really like going hard trying to fucking scoop up that 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 city acreage because it's fucking a gold mine. Dude, it's really just the booming areas you said though, right? The more metro areas, basically, like <laughs> the areas where you can get off of a train and you know go to do your your job or whatever. Those areas that people are coming into the cities and they're getting off these trains and they're going to work. Those are the areas that are getting affected. Those are the areas that are getting gentrified because people are coming down there and they're like, ew, I don't like this. Let's make this look better. And it's displacing all the people that were the residents of that area. My The high school I went to in ninth grade is now a soccer field for the fucking Cincinnati soccer team. The projects where I grew up at, they're about to tear down. The one Brandon's live at, they're fucking kicking everybody out because they're about to fucking tear them down. Uh, Michigan, I don't really know what's going on up there. I don't think anybody's really attracted to that state. So, like, everything's just fucking super cheap and it doesn't really look good, like, for a turnaround up there. But... If we got some big money up there, people fucking really interested in fucking turning it around and making it better, like that could be fucking, you know, uh, a gold mine, possibly. Because Northeast Michigan or like Northern Michigan, bro, like that, it, it's like Montana type, you know, outdoorsy. Like it's beautiful up there. I don't know, man. Like they're, they're trying to kidnap governors over there. Bro, <laughs> yeah. they, they, now shout out to the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> no shots. Yeah, no but way. uh, that that state got some. It's beautiful, bro. Sure, my house. And uh, they fucked it up. It was perfect. It was the perfect place to live, and it's like horrible now. And Flint just they had that water crisis for years. And the black president we had went there and drank a fucking glass of bottled water and said it wasn't a problem and left. You know, <laughs> what the fuck was up with that? Uh, fuck Obama. So, <laughs> so I'm closing, man. Um, fuck Obama. All the homies hate Obama. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs>
as long as there is a need for growth in the community, we're always going to have to deal with gentrification. Like I said, pull your resources together. Don't be so quick to get off, get off your property. Um, Gentrify your own hood. Yeah. I, Work within your own communities, your own circles, and create that environment to where you can barter and trade and gift and exchange without the government's involvement. Yo, when these there's, cameras go off, I'm fucking you up. Fucking there's you up. millions and millions and millions and millions of acres of federal land for sale right now. To the highest bidder. Or the lowest bidder. You can, it's places like in Michigan, you can just buy houses for $5. Because the Michigan. fucking, the, yeah, the, the counties just want to collect tax revenue on it. Detroit's in Michigan. Yeah. Detroit, yeah. Flint, Saginaw. Sure. Uh, Detroit, Flint, oh, Saginaw. Ain't that where the water's uh, at? The brown water? No, they fixed it now. It's cool. The Sherm kicked in. <laughs> the Sherm water. <laughs> Sherm water. <laughs> All right, y'all. Again, thanks for tuning in. Y'all got anything else before we head out? Don't drink the Sherm water. Yeah. Keep it tight, y'all. <laughs> we all need each other. Just keep it tight. For sure, for sure. Till next time. Sherm House out. Sherm, Sherm House. House. Thank you.